Welcome to Mics on Mics with your hosts, Addison, Marilyn, Olivia, and Abby. For today's episode, we have special guest, Mr. Allen, joining in on the conversation. Welcome, Mr. Allen, to our podcast, Mics on Mics. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for having me. Mr. Allen, do you want to introduce yourself a little bit? Yeah. Um, I teach eighth grade science. I teach integrated science, which is a mixture of um, physical science and earth and space science, uh, nature of science, biological science. I teach seventh grade astronomy, and I've been here pretty much my entire career. I subbed other places, but about 16 years full-time here at Carmichael's. But I want to say, I asked Mrs. Miss Hathaway who came up with the name mm. Mike's on Mike's. Mm. It was it was me because I was blown away. I was like, <laughs> you know, I know she's always the creative vision to a lot of things, and then oh yeah, you know, passes along. Then you guys do your thing. Because what was hers? She had an original name at one point. For she what, had her podcast. Yes. Well, I'm not sure because we yeah, discussed I this forget. in the hallway. So maybe ask her that. Because yeah. I was like, Mike's on Mike's. What a great. Like, that sounds very professional. <laughs> yeah, I know, so. it was good. Yeah. Yeah. There's, been, there's been previous podcasts where it's like, they call it like Mike Dup, and like yeah. spell it like mm-hmm. R Mike's, or like, mm-hmm. um, I forget what the other one's called. Yeah, that that might have yeah. been hers. Like, yeah. She had something, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. But Mike's on Mike's, two thumbs up. Oh, <laughs> yes. well, thank you. Yeah. Okay, so, but anyway, so we have you here today because we just wanted to ask you about your experience working at Carmichael's and like, I don't know, just teaching in general. So, like, did you always want to be a teacher, or did you, like, discover that in some way? So, uh, originally, like, if you go back to high school, I wanted to be a sports broadcaster. Okay. Like, I still, you know, I watch TV, and I, like, I just said that. Like, I say it before the sports broadcasters say it. So, I always wanted to be, like, in front of people, um, giving information, basically, and telling stories and bringing things to life and so forth, whether that be radio or TV. I was in broadcast when I was in school, so I remember, you know, doing the morning announcements at West Green, and we actually were on Channel 13 on Comcast. Oh, wow. So when we went live in the morning, like, we had a live on the air button. If we screwed up, people in the community could actually see it in Waynesburg and Rogersville and stuff like that, so it was like... Intimidating. Oh, yeah, we were, we were, warned, we were warned many times, uh, you are live on actual cable television right now. Um, but so I wanted to be a sports broadcaster, and then I wanted to go to the Army. So I actually didn't look at a college until my May of my senior year. Wow. But my sister went to Cal U, so I sort of knew a little bit about Cal U. I took a tour and said, oh, I guess I'll go to college. So, so then I, just, I decided to go to college, and I uh, majored in meteorology because oh, I wanted yeah. to be a weatherman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I wanted to be on broadcast TV. I wanted to be out there, you know, again. Mm-hmm telling people about the weather, and they wanted me to do, like, four years of calculus. Oh, Calc wow. 1, Calc 2, Calc 3, Calc 4, and I didn't have Calc in high school. So I was like, mm. you know, I took yeah. the easy way out. I went and switched my major to, um, well, I guess I'll go back if, if we're talking. The, um, I can't think of their name. They give you the guidance at a college. Advisor. Advisor, yeah. Your advisor in college says you have to pick a major. Like, you want to come in here so you can make friends and you're part of a group. And I was like, well, I think I'll make friends. I think like, I'm not worried about that. Yeah. Like, 
So I chose meteorology. I was debating on a couple things, but I went into meteorology, um, ended up switching out. I went home, and I switched to elementary ed. Oh, elementary. Oh, wow. For one day. <laughs> one day. So, so my girlfriend at the time, my fiance, my wife that she is now, she's an elementary teacher. She teaches first grade. Mm-hmm. But, like, we went home, and, like, she talks about her field experiences and stuff, and I'm just like, oh, I don't know if I can deal with, you know, four, five, six-year-olds. Yeah, such young yeah. kids. I wanted to be more in the high school, middle school realm, you know, more yeah. – not that elementary kids don't have real-world issues, you know, just different issues. Yeah. So this is where I landed. And I'm still talking science, right? I'm still talking um, yeah. weather and things like that. Yeah, and that just shows that, like, if you go to college and you know what you want to do, that you don't have to do it. Because I know, like, for me, like, I struggle knowing what I want to do whenever I go into college and what I want to do. So if that's just picking out a major and seeing if I like it, then... Yeah, like, I mean, like, I aspire to, like, do what you did. And, I mean, I switched majors, technically, I guess, three times in college, and I actually graduated a semester early. I still graduated in three and a half years because when I was in high school, I took college credits through Pitt, college credits through, you know, Cal U. I took, you know, I had 12, I had a semester of college done when I was in high school. Yeah. And then I then I took extra credits every semester, so I actually still graduated in three and a half years instead of four. So, what advice would you give to like current high school students that uh, are struggling with the same yeah, stuff? Yeah. Well, if you have a chance, I know we were just talking to Mrs. Mahalik about dual enrollment classes through Carlo and stuff the other day. I mean, I would definitely, if you have the opportunity to take it for cheap mm-hmm. and you get credit for it, why not do it? I mean, it's yeah. cost thousands yeah. of dollars and it's just going to put you in debt. You know what I mean? Because every yeah. extra credit you have to take. Um, plus, you'll probably get more help here from teachers and your classmates and things like that. So I would definitely do dual enrollment. Uh, and I would also uh, suggest, you know, don't be afraid to switch. I mean, if you're going to do something for the rest of your life, you want to make sure you're passionate about it, you make the right decision, or you're going to be miserable every single day. So I think eventually I got to where I'm supposed to be. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. What's your favorite part of teaching? Like, is it like like the environment or like the students or like your co-worker yeah uh i'm kind of ice you're kind of isolated when you teach i mean you're you're in your room pretty much all day so you don't get the camaraderie so i mean you do hall duty and stuff like that um but i am friends with a lot of these people outside of like i will go golf with people or you know we'll get together and you know hang out every once in a while but we all have our own families and jobs but I do like all the people I work with uh I do like my students or I wouldn't do it like if I was miserable every day I would I would find a different profession because (laughs) I mean the the kid the kids are going to know if you're that miserable and you're going to make their life and it's not going to be who would look forward to doing that every day yeah Yeah. um so the question was what do I look for what do I like the best about this Yeah. yeah I mean just put it this way yesterday i showed a video and it was talking about landfill gas how many eighth graders know about landfill gas probably nobody (laughs) but they were watching like 600 trucks come into a plant to drop off traffic or drop off trash and they said oh yeah in about three weeks it'll be like as tall as that mountain over there like this was one town out of eight billion people and literally like your face there was one girl out of 80 you know, some of them texting head down, you know, not engaged in the video always. Her mouth dropped. 
And she was was like, like, are you serious? Are you for real? I'm like, yeah. And then they went on and talked about how they actually use that trash to make electricity for 10,000 homes. So they, it was something that they hadn't heard about. But it was just that moment of seeing that one kid's face, like, oh, that aha moment. Or, you know, it could be anything, a project that you, you get and you're just blown away. You're like, man, yeah. look what these kids are capable of doing when they take an interest in something. Yeah. So, but I always, I always say teaching, it's really hard. And every day is not like a walk-off home run. Not every day is like kicking the game-winning field goal. Yeah. Like some days it's a grind, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And there's other days where there's projects and labs and that you get to see those moments. You know yeah. What I mean? so, yeah, exactly. So that's why I think if I didn't have those moments, I wouldn't do it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. pros and cons to everything. Yes. Especially I mean, work. And even like speaking of your projects, two years later we're in 10th grade and I still remember like mm-hmm. all of your projects. And I, I feel like I... I feel like our friend group made, like, some of the best memories in middle school yeah. mm-hmm. in your class because of the projects that you had. Well, that's good. And, and that's one thing we always talk about. Like, you go back to graduation, and you hear the, the speakers, like the valedictorian, the salutatorian, the class president. Yeah. And almost always, though, they talk about the teachers. They had their senior year, mm-hmm. and they talk about, like, their kindergarten teacher. Mm-hmm. And those middle years, which are pivotal years in your life, I mean, yeah. there's huge development changes in middle school. Those people are forgotten. So I know you're not that far removed. You're only, what, 10th grade right now? Yeah. So it's nice to hear that because we very rarely ever hear, like, those middle school years, you know? Yeah. yeah. So. I mean, like, your projects were always, like, the best projects that we had. It was just, like, creating videos or just making PowerPoints is, was something that I always enjoyed. And I feel like for your class, I, I feel like our group always wanted to go above and beyond because mm-hmm. we just enjoyed you and how you taught and everything just like so much that felt like we needed to go the extra mile whether it was making the rock song yeah to we don't talk about bruno i still can't listen to that song and not say <laughs> yeah. rock lyrics to it now i mean so. i still have the video and every single time that i watch it or even just bring it up it like makes me laugh or whatever. yeah and like yeah. like i show those things then to show other kids what they're capable of like look this is what this is what other eighth graders have done in the past mm-hmm. like Try to do it better. Like, you, you get a bar. Because if you don't know what anyone else has ever done, it's like, well, you can just half do it, basically. When now it's like, yeah. wow. Look, yeah. what the, look what kids can, at Carmichael's can do, basically, like that. So, yeah. Um, but uh, good, could you go back to your advice thing real quick? Yeah. Um, one thing I, I like to share with kids is, like, I had speech therapy all the way up until sixth grade. Like, I actually had to, you know, get pulled out of class and go and talk, uh, you know, practice talking, basically. So to think that I would ever be on TV or be on a radio or be in front of a classroom talking every day. Like, I never thought that would ever happen. You know what I mean? Because, yeah. like, when you, when you can't talk and you say you're going to put on your, your who's and your hawks and go to hool, right? <laughs> or, or they have videos of you saying, pretty woman walking down the fleet. Um, <laughs> and, you know, that was as, like, fourth grader. It wasn't like I was just a four-year-old or something like that. Yeah. I had trouble, like, um, pronouncing things, you know, and mm-hmm. uh to now talk every day. I always like to tell kids, like, you just don't know where you're going to Yeah. yeah. Just set your mind. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's pretty cool. So what would you say is, like, your favorite project to do in your classroom? So you mentioned a few of them already. I mean, yes. I try to have one per nine weeks, basically, because mm-hmm. i got to get through so much stuff. But we, it's nice to take those couple days. Like, we actually just took about two weeks and did our renewable, non-renewable energy. We oh. just... I just had about six videos. Uh, I had some that are going to be in the Hall of Fame that I can show for the future. Uh, I really like the the Rock and Mineral song. Like I said, I mean, there's so many kids that 
like music. They got earbuds in. It's like, so why not incorporate that in? Or, you know, some kids like to draw or some kids like to create videos. And, you know, the editing skills, uh, what is it? Uh, cap cut. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, to, I, I don't have those skills. Like, I don't, I don't, I'm not a social media person. I don't do me. Like, I like to look at them, but not create them and make them. And they'll see what these kids are able to do just using their cell phone. They're not using a, a camera or anything like that. Um, blows me away. Um, I remember you made, like, the oven. Oh, yeah. yeah. The, right? that I was, like that. That was, that, matter. that was the States of Matter yeah. oven. Uh, you did the Scooby-Doo. Yes. Um, you <laughs> know, the graph. The graph. Like you said, the song. Um, seventh grade, I teach astronomy now. I don't know if you guys know that. Yeah, yeah I heard that. So I teach astronomy. And, uh, I mean, we do a jump project where we jump and then we compare it to gravity of other planets. Oh, yeah. That would be cool. And you see that, like, on the sun, you can only jump about half an inch. Wow. But on Pluto, you might be able to jump from, like, here to the gymnasium. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so when you yeah. actually get to see, okay, here's how far I jumped on Earth. Now let's compare it to these other things. We're, like, we're doing a design a constellation project right now, which is a, basically a kiddie version of uh, Connect the Dots. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, like, we look at the sky, and that's what it is. So the kids make their own personal constellation and then write a little story about it. Like I, I just like, as you said, giving them options to create and show yeah. what they're capable yeah. of. Yeah, that's really cool. Okay, so so you've been mentioning Hall of Fame. So what, what is your Hall of Fame, and like what does it consist of? Well, <laughs> if you walk in my room, you will see above the cupboards, I mean, 50 to 100 projects that mm. I want kids, once I said before, to be able to see what you can do. Like, not to be limited by... I'm going to make a slideshow. Like, how are you going to present the information? Oh, here's a way I can make a information. I can present a model, or I can do this. And not only that, I can do it really well about a topic that interests me. I like to leave them very open-ended. You know, if you're talking about matter, well, you can pretty much pick anything that's matter, right? Or if, yeah, if yeah. you're doing states of matter, okay, well, think of a solid, liquid, or a gas, or something like that. But then if you go in my back room, I don't know if you guys ever ventured back, yes. right? Yes. Uh, yes. There's about another 100 some trifold boards and things like that. <laughs> um, and I just love to bring them out and basically, like, display them like they're an art gallery. You know what I mean? It's like... Yeah. And it's always nice to remember, like, when they make... They see what their brother did or their sister did. As I start to get through here, like, you know, I'll have, I had your brother. Yes. You know, uh, and what's the motto, right? Yeah, was, that was Brooklyn's brother. Oh, yeah. yeah that was Brooklyn. Brooklyn uh, Walker. Walker, yeah. you know. And then I have Brenna Walker. Mm-hmm. And then she does one about her sister. <laughs> right, you know, and it's just as you go down through there. Actually, all of you have, you have brothers. I'll have your brother coming up, and mm-hmm. already had your brother, right? And your sister's coming up next year. So, you know, and they yeah. they get to see that then, and it's almost like that legacy. It's passed down from generation to generation. Yeah, yeah. Which is which is and it's nostalgic for you know nostalgia, right? It's nice to <laughs> yeah, exactly. it takes me down a memory lane and makes me remember, you know, those things as well because those are all highlights of me getting to see you guys excel. Um, Makes me happy. Yeah. Yeah. You know I mean? yeah. It's cool to see, like, like you said, like, my cousin Brooklyn do her project, and then to think, oh, well, maybe I could do better than that. Exactly, right? And, and, like, compete with her a little bit. Yeah, and then, like, like and then once Owen gets to your class, it'll be like, yeah. oh, well, she made that song. Well, look what I can do. Yes, yes. absolutely. It's a and big competition. It, yeah. it is. And, and I'm, you know, I'm a coach, and I love the competition part of it. Like, yeah. the projects we just did with renewable, renewable, or non-renewable energy, I acted like I was on Shark Tank. You know, I'm a billionaire. Like, you guys are trying to sell me that yours is the best, mm-hmm. right? Even if I don't think wins the best, 
wow, you gave a great presentation, so you get my billion dollars. Yeah. Right? Make yeah. it a competition. That way, you know, kids will maybe give forth a little better effort. Wasn't yeah. that our MOA wins? Yeah, our, our MOA yeah. wins was literally a competition. I remember I took a fidget spinner and cardboard, and I made a game wheel so that we could yeah. give out prizes. Yeah. yeah, and then our big prize was an Oculus box. But we filled it with candy. candy. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, a little switcheroo there. Yeah, yeah. we were throwing out T-shirts yeah, yeah. with our logo yeah, on it. And, it's, I mean, there's so many different things like that that maybe there were 30 other projects that nobody did that. Mm-hmm. But yeah. if I don't give you that opportunity, that never happens. Yeah. 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 So. It's just cool to get, like, creative, like, in your class whenever we were in eighth grade because it's – because I liked your class. Like, your class was probably one of my favorites. And I just thought, you know, this is a time to get creative with projects. Because now you're in high school and you think, oh, well, I just got to go, like, do a Google Slides or a document or whatever. But, like, back then it was T-shirts, a song, and stuff like that. So I just... I mean, I think choice in your learning and options, I mean, it's... it's it gives you the avenue. Yeah, I mean, it lets you work to your strengths, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have like any funny stories about projects or anything like that? Just teaching in general. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I was just I was just telling one today actually. And oh, my. <laughs> hey, we're about out of time. I think we're about out of time. Uh, so we were talking about solar panels and we we're talking about energy, but we we're talking about solar mirrors and how you can focus the beam of light of mirrors and then boil water to make steam. I'm giving you the, the science lesson today. Yeah. yeah. But we didn't have to have solar panels to create energy. There was other ways to create energy. And I told a story about how I was in my old room, which is Mrs. Imes' room. Mm-hmm. It was right at the end of the day, and Mr. Rostoka had a group of students outside, and they had this huge TV screen from an old big screen TV, but just the front cover of it. And they were taking um, the screen and putting a beam of light through it. So they were angling it so the sunlight would go through it. And they actually had pennies on the ground. And we'll say he either did or didn't melt pennies with this light. (laughs) So so I'm watching about the window. You know, it's 247. I'm just looking right outside that entrance right there, kind of where the buses are. Mm -hmm. You know, and and I see Mr. Rostoka bend over to, like, pick one up. And a group of kids took the beam, took the light. And it 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 was no longer melting pennies on the sidewalk. They quickly put it on his backside, we'll say, and like I knock on the window, like, "Hey, I see," you know. And it was all in good, good fun. Yeah. Yeah. But it was like, if they would have kept it there, <laughs> it wouldn't have been melting a penny anymore. It would have oh been khakis and skin, basically. Oh. And that was kids being kids. It wasn't anything harmful, you know. But I was relating that back to something I was teaching. I love to tell stories, like, and I, I don't make stuff up. I always tell true stories. Um, so there I'm trying to relate it back to the power of solar energy yeah. and heating yeah. up water and steam. And then I end up telling a story about Mr. Stoke. Right. That's well, so speaking funny. Speaking of 247, I think it's about time yeah. to go. But about thanks time. for coming on our podcast. Yes, and I, yeah. Yeah, we really appreciate it. Yes, and I don't know if you'll cut this part out, but you guys were awesome. Uh, like I said, the mic on mics and uh, favorite anytime I can help you out. I'm just Thank really you. proud of you guys. Yeah. Thank, Thank you. you. Thanks for tuning in to Mike's on Mics. We'll see you next time. Thank you.